Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Yeah, here we are, and you're in your beautiful. We're we're just chilling at your place again. Chilling, yeah. We uh, we'll we'll be in a studio soon, right? Right, right. It's we all it's already. Yeah, it's already. Your hair looks amazing. Well, we're people will see it in the it. picture, and yeah, they'll they be blown away. Right, I cut it all. Had it. I was like, cut it shoulder length, and he was like, okay, and then cut it up to my ears. And, and <laughs> well, you were fine. hunching your shoulders at the time. Exactly. So. And I was like, it will grow. I mean, do whatever you want. It looks great. what I said. He yeah. made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, your hair, it looks like does. you have three times as much hair as you did before. <laughs> right, right. Because I, it Like, was it's always... a problem. Like, you almost have too much hair. Well, it's, well, what he, because I was always wearing it in a ponytail. Yeah. Because I had so much fucking hair. Yeah. That I couldn't face it. So now it's short and it can be just hair. It on looks top great. Of my head. Thank I can't you very believe much. Andy let you out of the house to do a podcast when your hair looks that good. Well, I said to him, "Should I get the Emma from Parkland High, and uh, should I grow? Should I keep <laughs> oh, growing oh, my Emma hair Gonzalez. out? Yes, okay. Uh, or should I grow, keep growing my hair out, or should I uh, cut it shoulder length?" And he was like, "I don't have anything to do with your hair." <laughs> Do whatever you want with your hair. I don't want any part of it. So did they? And it's kind of honey color. Did he put a little color in it? Oh, he totally. Uh, he always puts some color in it. And I'm like, uh, did you put blonde in? And he goes, nope. And that was the end of that conversation. Yeah. Uh, your lack so of curiosity to- is interesting to me. <laughs> I always figure he's the professional, right? right? Yeah, he does famous people's hairs. Oh, he does. Yeah, and he's been—he's a, a friend of my friend Amy's for the last twenty years, and mm-hmm. so he's really good at what he does. So, who's, I, who's Amy? Uh, uh, she was a waitress at Knuckleheads at, in the Mall of America back in the nineties. Okay. Went to went to makeup school, moved out here, and then uh, is a friend of mine. Okay. Well, you just and said she, it like I would know. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is weird. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I have no social skills right now. I just came from Flappers. What happened? You came in a huff. Uh, uh, well, uh, Carmen Morales really summed it up. She yeah. said, you're a lunatic. And because uh, I left her this message because she was headlining the YooHoo room. I couldn't pick up a set. Yeah. Whitney Cummings was doing some pop-ins. So okay. she, I saw her pop in in the main room. She take all the pop sets. She she took all the pop sets. I couldn't pop in. Gotcha. I was uh I actually was looking toward the open mic room. <laughs> I was well, like, well, maybe. At least you lost your pops to someone who's had t- three shows on the air. She's right. on her third show now. Right, so. right. And she's be, she's I've been bad. running into her all over town. She's yeah. been working. She's, she's doing, preparing for something. She must be right. Either that, or she just wants to not be doing the same twenty <laughs> uh, that she's been doing for a while and has a bunch of new material to work on. Yeah, and she does. She has a bunch. It's a uh, I had a, I could only watch the first set, could not watch the second set because it felt like it was getting too close to the stuff I'm working on. Because everybody's, I'm, I'm, if someone's over forty, I can't too. watch their, yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't watch. Yes, I also have a me too. That might be a name. <laughs> uh, so, well, the, I think a lot of people do. Yeah, everyone's so, everyone's coming at it from these different angles, you know. Right, and it's Carmen cool. Morales is. <laughs> It's got an amazing angle that fucking is, and, and she did twenty. It was great, but here's the thing. So I'm sitting in the Yuhu room, yeah, and the waitress comes up to me and she's like, "Can I get you something?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm good." And I I had not been in the room the whole time, and she said, "How did you get in here? Have you are you did you go up?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm a comic. I'm harmless. <laughs> I, I don't need uh, I don't need anything. I'm good." And then she asked me like two more times how I got in there and if I was staying and what, and I was like. Do you, and this is where, this is my fault. I'm okay. a lunatic. Uh, I said, do you want me to leave? <laughs> what? <laughs> she, and the thing is, is this woman? Well, are you is sitting at be a right. table yeah. that she needs In the corner. To, to serve real people at? No. Okay. Well, the, show, the Carmen's last. Okay. And so, and uh, I'm back in the, in the comedy comics corner. Right, right, right. right. And, and, but the thing is, is this woman's at work. Yeah. If you were at work, you win all altercations. I am wrong. Because I am not at work. And so, uh, I, uh, so I overreact and say, do you want me to leave? And I stand up. And oh, she, my God. Yeah. And she goes, no, no, you're, you're fine. And uh, we have a little bit of that back and forth. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. And I, I, I say I'm sorry. And I sit back down. And then she 
proceeds to, in the loudest whisper ever, over and over again, like three or four times, tell me that uh, this is her job. She goes to each table and asks people what they want. And I was like, okay, no, I get it. Carmen's on state. Let let her talk. She's the show's still going, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't stop talking. And then I realized that I was gonna. She dug in this this woman, mm-hmm. and I and I ha- half dug in, and then I'm like, no, no, let go, let go. Do not. It's not going to get any better. Carmen's got another ten minutes to do. Don't fuck up her set. Right. So I shut up and I just sat there, and then she left. And then so when Carmen was done with her set, I was like. While the woman's giving the checks, you fucking run, run, so that it doesn't become anything. And and the thing is, is whatever, if she tells some different version of the story of that, she wins. She gets to be the the uh, the winner. And so what I did was I left, and I left a message for Carmen saying, hey, your set was great. I uh, lost my mind, and so I had to leave. And she called me back, and she goes, Oh my God, you're a lunatic. Where are you? And I said, I'm at the Starbucks kind of by Lori's. And she's like, well, let me come and have coffee with you. And so she came over and we just had coffee. You guys talked it out. Yeah. Um, well, you, it must be hard to know who's a comic and who's not at some point. That's it. There are so many fucking comics hanging out at flappers and yes. some of them are established working comics there. And some people are Open want to be comics or, or whatever. Yeah. So, and I, and I don't, you know, yeah, it just got to be tough to figure it out all the right. time. Entirely on her side. I'm entirely, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, it esc- she escalated it a little bit. But again, uh, there, she was not wrong. Right. <laughs> she was, I'll tell you who was wrong. Who was? Uh, when I was uh, working at um, the uh, casino in Lake Tahoe. Oh, yeah. One night they had a, a cocktail waitress in who doesn't work the comedy club normally and was just doing loud, loud drink orders. Oh, where, where I could barely concentrate on the joke I was telling because right, she was talking she's like, so, so you want two beers? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and, and I mean, everyone yeah, around her was looking at yeah. her and she had no idea. And because she was only working that one night, I couldn't find her and say, hey. Could you keep it? Could you? Yeah. I'm yeah. speaking and I count. <laughs> right because i too am at work right because at, at that point you're both at work and then and, and right. it has to be symbiotic you have to work together to make it into something now, what you have to do is get in a theater so you know <laughs> that's what you have to do <laughs> yes and uh so you did not get a set of flappers i did not get a set of flappers oh, that's, that's why you're in a terrible mood very you went possible. to a club without getting a set Right, and my dad has got these aneurysms, and they think he he's going to die in the next. Uh, he can't have a he can't have a, a surgery because then he will die. His arteries are too small to send a thing up, so if they try to that, he'll die, and oh then he God. could just die at any minute. And I was like, "Well, you can't die, Dad. I got other I got other jokes to write about you. If you could not die, that'd right. be great." When did and, when did this? information get to uh, it just the more came today and i was like ah fucking blows man but uh, you know he's 81 it's uh i know you know and it's funny because my brother was like you know the odds of him living through this thing and i said never tell dad the odds he's no harrison ford but he does have a gambling problem (laughs) so he uh he was uh he'll he'll do like he'll take a hit on the river you know i mean it's just like it's not I don't know what that means, but I do respect uh, you and your father. Right. It was, uh, it's just, he was, and he was so, it just, uh, I was talking to Maria today and uh, I said, uh, he said something gross. You know, he was never gross when we were children. And now Hmm. that he's heard my albums and knows that I do dick jokes, he's like, she'll like this sexual thing that I want to tell her. And you're like, and that's been for the last like five or six years. And I'm like, nope, pop. Nope. And so he told me, he was like, you guys aren't going to honor my, my, uh, my burial wish anyway. And I said, ugh, I knew, I knew that something was coming. And I was Mm -hmm. like, and your burial wish is, and he goes, I want to be buried on top of Marilyn Monroe face down. Oh my God. And I was like, well, you're gross. You're gross. (laughs) And why, why Elliot Cation to the end? Why? (laughs) I love you dearly. I would blame the aneurysm, maybe (laughs) pressing down on the good taste part of his brain. Oh right. man, dang it. So just uh you know, and on this note, buy hey, if Lori's you want book. him to live forever, have him move in with me. Because I apparently can't <laughs> kill an old person. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> Carmen was so funny. She's like, you know, uh, just the next time you see that waitress, just say, you know, I was nuts that night. My, I just got bad news about my dad. And I said, and just think if he dies in between. And, oh, my God. Uh, I'll you have, have, you have all the sympathy in the weeks. world. Yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And um, so, yeah. Well, that's that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, in other news, how's comedy? No, and the thing, it's, uh, I have this bit that has, just keeps growing, growing and growing. Is it it's the got, one you did at our podcast? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I've got two more beats to it that I wrote over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, nobody, I don't know, I mean, it's, right now it's a 20 minute chunk with probably, you know, seven minutes of, of funny. Right. Which means uh, 13 minutes of patience. Got to take audience. out the old chainsaw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to trim well, that tree. What could have happened is if I, if I wrote it all out, I could line veto the hell out of it. Yes. And you know what's happening? Like I, I, when I start writing out a joke, then all of a sudden I get a bunch of ideas. I, like I can't even get myself to write the fucking joke all out if it's mm-hmm. more than a set of punch, you know? Right. I start, then I start going off in these little tangents. But I have... Um, you know, I just, uh, the time I've been on stage, I've been trying to chisel a couple chunks down, yeah, yeah. You're right, and um, prepare them for hopefully a TV spot. Uh, but I don't have like new chunks or anything like that. It's more, you know, like the, I have this one joke that ends on a callback, but I don't like the original joke. And I, oh, when shit. I do it, I'm like, oh, all right, I'm... You know, yeah. it feels like an obligation, and yeah. I don't want to do, tell a joke that feels like an obligation, especially in a six-minute set. If I'm doing it on TV, but right. I need it because it's a nice callback and it ends this thing very nicely. Right. So I'm trying to change that up a little bit, but it's it's such a, a worn groove in my brain. It's hard to even start it again without you know automatically going down that one path I've been going down for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I listened to this interview with, do you know who Madonna Harris is? No. Okay. So Oprah has a podcast called Soul Survivor or something like that. (laughs) Soul Sister. Soul something. Finally. Finally, Oprah's doing a podcast. (laughs) Finally, she can get the word out about her opinions. (laughs) So she has this lady, Madonna Harris, on. You might remember the story where it's Christmas Eve. She goes to bed and um, wakes up. The house is on fire. Uh, second floor, all three of her kids die. Third floor, both her parents die. So what? Christmas Day. Yeah. It's like one of the worst tra- tragedies yeah. I've ever. Like, I, it was one of those where you just, you hear about it and then you're obsessed with it for six months because you can't understand how this wow. woman is still alive and how how, right. how a person copes with that kind of yeah, grief. Yeah. So she was on Oprah. It was so good. And then she made this comment where somebody, she, she had gone to Arkansas. She's lived in, she's a New York ad exec, right? Okay. You know? And, um, you know what? People hide in Arkansas. She's not wrong to go to Arkansas. <laughs> it's a great place to run to. Some, somebody told her there, a grief specialist said, so you and a kid, your child have like these, these emotional nerve endings or n- emotional nerve, their connections. Mm-hmm. And he said, yours were cut in three different places. And and uh, she said, oh, that explains – she couldn't explain to anyone her grief. Right. And it, that sh- she felt like that made it – right. her or explain if, it Right. If, if, if you can just sort of make any sense out of why you, just, you hurt from every direction. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pr- but five you, directions, man. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Um, it's a great interview if you can – because <laughs> then Oprah at one point I swear to God she goes I know it's not the same thing but when my dog Sophie died I'm no. like no 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 you can't. yeah it isn't the same thing but, but you put it in you put it in the same category right please right. and she just and, but this lady was so gracious she, yeah. yes I understand Oh my god! I, oh my god! I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. Are you but, an empath? Is what I would have said. Jesus said. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I feel like I feel like I have those that nerve connection with my son, and yeah. it's harder for me to be away from him than it ever was before. Oh weird! Like when he was little, I was like, Get adios. Up. But he also didn't know I was gone. Right, like, and he, he was more of a sixteen hours now. a day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's fucking probably listening to this podcast now. You know, like he's. Right, he's a guy. He's attuned to everything. If yeah. I'm out late, he stays up, you know, and yeah. and he won't go to sleep if I'm not there. And and it's like, oh my god! And um, it was, it was. It's just been a lot of traveling and a lot of getting back on Monday morning, and so I don't have Sunday night with him. Yep. 
And uh, I mi- I missed it. I missed it more than I thought I would when I lined all this shit up. Right, right. And now when do you leave for because we're taping this before you go to Lincoln. Yeah, I'm just leaving Saturday morning, come back Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. And then I have two spots at the improv that night. Because okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm always like, I feel like I'm playing Tetris, right? And, you know, spots are like little blocks that are coming down. Yep. Yes, that fits in. And then I forget, oh, I have an obligation to humans. Right. You, know? <laughs> you like, also have yeah, these interpersonal in. relationships that you're yeah, trying so to engage in. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But I mean, I'm doing all my spots and stuff, but I'm just, it's, it's, <laughs> believe me, I'm not canceling. But um, I did cancel something this Friday because my kid has his last uh, school fair or something okay. like that. So I'm going to help out. So but help um, out. yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, so I have a chunk about my son making a YouTube video and yeah. making the finger gun to his head. Uh, so I did it in front of the, his school at the fundraiser. Yeah. Well, apparently he... Now he I, I, he says he didn't do it, but uh, but all I, all kids lie constantly. Yeah. Um, I think because he heard me doing that chunk, he's like, "Oh, it's comedy. It's it's I can talk about it again." Because I we gave him Oops. a big, you can't. <laughs> so apparently, he and a couple of his friends were playing in, at recess doing the fake finger gun, and then I got a very terse email from somebody who probably saw my set and didn't think it was funny, right? and uh, <laughs> uh-huh. so we're right back where we started. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's fine. He's changing schools next year. Isn't he? <laughs> he is. Yeah. 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 Um, Those people, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Another three months. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, I had a set last night in um, uh, Simi Valley or Thousand Oaks, way yeah. off the one I won yeah, in a yeah. restaurant. It was pretty fun. Oh, Danielle Paris was there. A couple of Portland oh, guys cool. were there. It was fun. Um, and, uh, Monday I was, uh, I did a set and I can't remember, but I liked it. I did hot tub. Oh, how'd it go? It was awesome. Ugh, it was great. I finally packed that thing. They packed it and, uh, the new bit worked Yay. and I forgot the, one of the new chunks, of course, I only had 10 minutes. Yeah. I probably did 11. Yeah. Um, oh, I was driven, uh, I was driven mad at Moon Tower. Uh, did I tell you this last episode about the um, the guy who ran the light? I don't remember. Uh, I, it was it it was. You know, I tune out of ninety percent of our conversations. What'd right? you say? Anyway, so, <laughs> so it was the guy was funny. He's a Brooklyn comic. Yeah. Um, but he was. We're all to do tens. Yeah. I had to go from that set to open for Maria at oh, the theater. Right. And this guy, instead of doing 10, did 22 minutes. No. That's too long. Oh, that's that not just is going over. Way bad form. And you, as, as a comic, you got to know when you're not doing 10. Yeah. You, you could be wrong by a couple minutes on yes. either side, but 22 mm-hmm. is way, it's over twice as long as you're supposed to do. I was forced to say to my comedy hero, Dana Gould, <laughs> uh, who genuinely is, has always been my comedy, because I fucking love Dana Gould, like yeah. the power of the sun. Yes. And I said, um, Hey, if he's not off in five, I have to leave without doing my set. And then, and he got off in like three. Mm -hmm. I did, and then I got to the I got to the gig right as uh, Maria's show was starting, and I was opening. Yeah, there was just voice of God, Maria doing voice of God, and then me. And um, and by then, uh, everyone was so tired at Moon Tower. I asked the audience Maria's show, and I said, "You guys, pretty uh." Pretty political comedy doubt. And a couple of them were like, yes. And the rest of them were nodding because unfortunately it was well lit. I don't yeah. like well lit. No. Um, and we uh, don't want to see your faces. And I said, well, you're out of luck. Uh, <laughs> well, nobody's writing anything else. I, my opinion is if you're going to ask the audience a, a, a question like that, then they should have the option to change the course of the show. If right. you're about to say, fuck you. You're right. I mean, you, you're really it, not. You're not it, helping it them out. Right. I wasn't helping them out. It yeah. wasn't particularly fair. <laughs> and I don't. Uh, yeah, I I did set them up for a fall. I usually don't do that either. That's it. That is interesting. You know, you are you are in a mood this week, aren't exactly. you? Exactly. I am. It must be that clearly, sassy hair of yours. Well, that's what it is. It's the haircut. <laughs> I've been trying. And I told my hairdresser today, I said, hey, I've been trying to get a $17 haircut for the last week and a half. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, it's not worth it. It's not worth the $17. And I was like. He said, I said, well, but, but just think how much fun it would have been for you to fix it. And, uh, so we're sitting, we sit down and I was like, yeah, just cut. Um, cause I had asked Andy if he would just 
if I put it in a ponytail, if you would just cut it off. Oh my god! And, <laughs> and Annie was going to charge you seventeen dollars for that. Exactly. How weird would that you have? <laughs> um, yeah. So it was all really. Yeah, it was a. It was a. The my week has been fraught with peril. Yeah, just wandering around, and then but hot tub was amazing, and it was. I saw Alan Strickland Williams, uh, one liner guy. Oh yeah, so funny. Yeah, and um, I heard Emo Phillips was a murderer this week. Oh, I didn't see open, him. He opened for Weird Al. Oh, at Moon Tower, probably. Oh, I would have loved. Yeah, I'd love to see him. He was playing the same time as Maria. Ah, bummer. So I couldn't. Uh, you stayed and did book people. I did. How was I, it? Well, it was, I mean, they were nice. Again, it's like Sunday afternoon, same mm-hmm. as Powell's. Yep. It's hard to get people to come out. And um, it's it's weird. Like, I didn't sell a lot of books, but it but they kept a lot. Like, they had me sign 30, yeah. so they think they're going to sell them, yeah. which is good. Okay. Yeah. But, you, I mean, I'm like, I just need to be famous to make this shit work. Or, or it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. um. It, 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 you know, there's pe- a couple people, you know, there was, there were some people there. They're like, it's good for a Sunday. You right. know, I can't tell if they're just <laughs> blowing smoke up my ass. Cause well, and I, I don't think that there is a way to, I mean, I've, I've been to several book signings yeah, and there's people that just go to book signings cause they just go to all the book signings. I know. They're, like there's this one guy who talk, for at least seven minutes commandeered the Q and a to talk about his, all of those loved ones who had died, right? Oh my gosh. And I'm trying to be sympathetic and stuff. Yeah. And he didn't even fucking buy a book. <laughs> I'm like, how dare you walk away from me, asshole? Right. Oh, d- uh, d- allow me to switch this topic to me again. Which we, is... We'll go back to me, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I got a call the other day uh, from someone. They want me to write a funny romance novel. And yeah. I was like, I don't know. First of all, if I could write a romance novel, I would do it because it might be a work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a funny romance novel, I think what I'd have to do is have to write a romance novel and then go back and make it funny. And so um, I don't, I was like, what is it? I don't pay? know. You know, the correct answer to that, which is what I said was, what does it pay? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Who's asking? Is it just a fan or is it a, a book agent? It's a people. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's a people. So, well, uh, good luck selling it. Cause it's a fucking pe- it's, that's a separate thing and yeah. it's hard to do. I mean, I talked to some other comics that write book that have written books mm-hmm. and everyone's frustrated. I, we, uh, you, Judah and Ophira, Judah yep. Friedlander, Ophira Eisenberg. And, um, wait, is that her last name? Yeah. Yes. I was okay. And, uh, uh Todd Barry. Yeah. How, how did I not know? How did I know Ophira's last name and then think I didn't? I don't know. Okay. But you, but you nailed it. Thank you. All right. <laughs> um, so. But we're all talking and, uh, and it just feels like you have stand up comics and you're, you're giving us the same sort of um, a book tour that you give people that they can't look human beings in the eye. And that's why they're writers. Oh, right. Like, utilize us. Like, why right, there's, I... there's things you could do with comics who have, who have yes, books. Yes, we could do a set. And, and ha- or, you know, somehow, some combine, combine the fact that we can actually get laughs and talk yeah. to people with the fact that we're reading. Yeah. You know, like when I was at Book People... I, w- there, no, I was getting very few laughs and it was like gasp laugh. I mean, oh. I, I felt like, oh, the, these people don't know I'm a shot. comic oh, or, or I, I don't really know, but it really depended crowd to crowd so far what I've done if, if people yeah. are into it or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, like when I was at uh, the improv in Lake Tahoe, I sold, I would say 22 books. Right. And I sold three at a bookstore. Right. But at a casino, like, that's nuts. Yeah, but Something it makes sense. Something is wrong in how we're tr- where you're there. The model to to get authors to sell books it's, it's not it's not working for comedians. I don't think because I, I I talk to other people and they have the similar that similar. But frustration. I don't I don't think that regular uh, authors sell books either at those things. I don't know. I don't. I don't I, know. I've I haven't heard. Yeah, ask them. Just I mean, because the thing is, is they have you sign a bunch of them, but I don't think that the regular. I think the regular authors aren't entertaining at all. They just get up and they read whatever right. slice of life novel they've written or whatever. Right, and then pe- three people buy books. So why have Same book thing. readings if they're hardly ever successful? I don't know. Because oh, it gets people to the store. Yep. Maybe they buy other books. Yep. Okay. 
It might be a business model not involved with the author at all. Interesting. Right. Did you see the thing with Michelle McNamara today? Oh, my God. That was with amazing. the Golden State Killer they hired. Yes, they, I was they, quite they, obsessed with that. Yeah. Um, story all afternoon. 72-year-old ex-cop. Yeah. And she was on the Dork Forest twice. And, uh, had I to know. I tweeted one of them out this afternoon or this, tonight. <laughs> she had to explain to me both times who he was and what it was. And I couldn't Did remember. Did she think he was a cop? She knew that he, she was like, he's definitely someone who's in the system because he knows how to play the system. Yeah, right. So she was like, if he isn't a cop, he might be a, you know, a firefighter. Like she named like all these different. Wow. Like now that he's caught, I can read the book. I ha- I bought the book. I have it near my bedside and um, it, it, because he was loose, it kind of scared me. Right. I yeah, rearranged my room because of the excerpt in the New Yorker. I moved my bed to a different place and I rearranged things to oh, really? prevent him from getting me. Wow. At 70. Because I was afraid he would, hear, he would hear that I <laughs> bought the book. <laughs> what did the me. New York Times, where did, the, what was the feng shui in the New York Times that told you to move your bed? <laughs> well, he, because he would, he would, from what I read, the very brief part I read, he would stay outside the window and peer in and watch what you were doing to kind of get the lay of the land. And he would also break in the house and stuff like that. But he would, he could be out, he could be behind either of these windows right now. If he was out, which he's not now, we know, right? So he's not peering in looking at us right now figuring right. out how, how, how to kill us during the next podcast right the next time we meet over at your house <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah i don't think uh i don't think any of that's happening anyway but good for you for being uh frightened by the new yorker uh how long was the excerpt i don't i, I don't I, know I did i imagine. did i do a word count of an article i read please no i do. didn't it's please check the word <laughs> it was i i what the what powerful article did i read recently it was all kinds of well i was psyched about uh my favorite thing that happened today though was blank a patch tweeted mm-hmm. you uh the name is spelled michelle mcnamara not not Patton oswald's wife uh, that was my favorite tweet about yes. the whole thing mm-hmm. and because it's they kept saying that it was it was like how about you just quote the book? Say uh, this Michelle McNamara with a hot link. Yeah. As an author, she would have loved a hot link yeah. to her Amazon page. Yeah. To get to buy the damn book. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. And they have a kid. That kid would love those royalties. <laughs> <laughs> that kid love whatever comes out of that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then there's some show that Andy Wood and Brian Cook do where people sing and I think do comedy. And um, Brian Cook was like, what would you sing? And I was like, well, what? Uh, first of all, I don't. I, I can sing as a team. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he said the magic words to me. He was like, pick a cheesy song that you like. And I was like, oh, I, I only like cheesy songs. I don't know what hip, cool. Please, what audience wants to hear comedians sing? Uh, the ones that go to see Andy Wood and Brian Cook. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it. Do you sing? Do you, Lori? No, Martin I don't. Sing? I don't. I want you. No, <laughs> no, you don't. And no want, one wants me to. <laughs> happy birthday! No, Lord, I don't even sing birthday. that. I don't believe in birthdays. <laughs> Ever since wow, I was on a, a slumber party when I was thirteen years old. Oh, the bastards! <laughs> it's uh, at least you were invited. And, <laughs> it was uh, my own slumber party. Oh shit! <laughs> oh god! We gonna hear that story, or should I tell you that I'm gonna go see the Avengers tomorrow? Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. It's going to be pretty great. Got tickets yesterday. Didn't think it was going to be possible. Mm-hmm. We always go um, to the uh, place in, um, in in our neighborhood, which is uh, kind of a blue collar. It's a, Van Nuys is a pretty blue collar uh, neighborhood. Yeah. And I like to go with, I like to see all the superhero movies with families. And oh. I like to see, because the kids yell stuff and people are, they laugh and they, they point <laughs> and they're excited. Mm-hmm. So um, the second time, then I like to see it with the, either 3D or with the hipsters at the, you know, at the Arclight or something. But I like to watch it the first I, time. I love to watch movies on JetBlue four years after they come out. That's how I like to do it. I like them on a very tiny screen. <laughs> right. You got a very strict schedule of seeing things that came out. The Help, now available. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will have done the uh, Undertow Comedy Festival by the time this drops. Yep. What are you doing next? Next week, I'm going to Cleveland and Columbus with Maria. Um, oh, neat. What, are you working clubs or theaters? Don't know. Mm. 
Um, Do you have plane tickets yet? I have plane tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're flying to Columbus, to Cleveland, and then back to LAX. But I think I might switch it and go look at my dad. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's go look at him. You're there. You're in that part of the country. I'm in Ohio. Hang out. It's in between. Wisconsin's in between here and there. Yeah. So just add a leg. Yep. Uh, I'm going to be in New York that weekend on May 5th, Cinco mm-hmm. de uh, May O. <laughs> And um, I'll be at the stand and New York Comedy Club going back and forth all night. Bing, bing, oh, nice. Bing. $100 in cab fare easy. Ting, 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 ting. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great, though. You'll get to do a bunch of sets and work on the tight. Yeah, I have. I think up. I have seven lined oh, up Oh, my that God. Night. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, that was great. And, it was uh, great. Where, where are we at? <laughs> No, what? you do it. Oh do it. God. Do the comic of the week. Have much more in me. Comic, comic of the week. I comic don't. of the week. I want to sleep. I know it. But we got to do the yes. You have her name, but I went and watched all of her stand up. I watched on... some stand up. She was funny. I like. She's New her. York. I didn't watch everything. <clears throat> Jeez. No, no. Um, I watched two sets because uh, she was recommended. She opened for Hari Kondabolu uh, tonight. Oh, in Portland. he had kind of a win. With Hank Azaria. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was great. And then I was reading the comments where um, there's like the camp of it's a cartoon, political correctness is ruining everything. (laughs) And then the other side, which is, hey, that was cool that they sort of admitted that they may have stereotyped a character. uh, What I've heard was like, you know, it's been that way for 30 years. It should just stay the same. And you're like, no, things change. Yeah, they have to. In 30 years. All the time. Comedy doesn't age very well. Lots of it doesn't age well. Yeah, so a lot Lots of, it, of my act doesn't mm, age well. No, mine's uh, evergreen, you guys. Buy the album. <laughs> uh, so. oh, that's right. You're selling stuff. <laughs> Carmen Lagala. Carmen Lagala. Yes. Yeah, uh, and funny. it's CarmenLagala.com, but is it at Carmen Lagala? All and makes it, sense, man. Yep. She had a night train set that I watched that was funny, and yeah. then she had a knitting factory set that I liked even more below it on her website. Oh, and, cool. Um, just smart and funny and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was great. Yep. So Carmen Legali, you guys. Is comic she, of is the she week. a New Yorker? Uh, it looked like it. Brooklyn. Yeah. And opening for Hari made me think so. Uh, but playing Brooklyn, uh, Portland. You know, Hari Kondabolu was on uh, uh, the Dork Forest, his dorkdom, was Seattle. The whole city? The city of Seattle. That sounds like, like when he came up with On the Way to Your House. And it sounds like... It's pretty dorky. I'm not going to lie to you. That's pretty dorky. To is pick he from a town. Seattle? He isn't. He just he's from Brooklyn or Queens. He's from oh, Queens. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, I, I, I guess I thought he was part of the Chicago pack. They all kind of came up together, but maybe he not. Might have. Not. I mean, I, I've only known him from New York, so it was. Um, Jackie's yeah. flipping through her notebook. I'm looking through my notebook in a looking hopes for to content. find up with 28 minutes worth of topics. <laughs> it's, uh, oh. um, uh, I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to do uncab. I'm going to do, um, do you have a new story? I don't know what to do. I have, I have new stories, but they're, they're, you know, they're mostly about the Chinese. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm like this. I was. I'm doing this research into a bunch. I'm, I'm working on this population part of this joke. Oh, and so right. I've been talking. I've been, I've been looking into the the population of the Earth, and I'm looking into the Chinese policy of uh, killing all of their daughters. Ooh. You know, not that's not the comedy. That's not where the comedy gold is. Stand stand up when you have to do a lot of homework on it. That's tough. Now it you're is turning tough. into Eddie Izzard, man. No, I'm turning into someone who writes monologues and watches the news all the time. <laughs> you got to see all of it. There was a bunch of stuff. The Hank Azaria thing was great. Yeah. There was, uh, that's what I was trying to remember. There was a bunch of articles that were that were sent to me about different things, uh, different comedic things that are happening. But I can't remember any of them because it's 10 o'clock at night. We are wasting people's time today. This is a horrible abuse of power. <laughs> We're like, yeah, I thought of some things to talk about, and I can't remember them, so I'm tired. Um, what else you got? <laughs> let me see what else I got. I'm, uh, yeah, disillusioned in the book industry. Right. Uh, maybe going to meet with a new book agent to to maybe come up with another idea for a book. Okay. Uh, and um, In your copious free time, you're thinking of writing another book? You know what? 
I have free time. I have time. All right. There's time. But, uh, uh, I got a lot of Marvel puzzle quest I got to get through. You got, I got, I got bejeweled. I got, I got, I got match three bullshit that needs to be done. I'd like to pull the audience right now. Is this our absolute worst <laughs> podcast we've ever put out? Uh, they will email us. We got a very nice email from a lady today yeah, saying that, that she sweet. really liked the show. Thanks. And we, and she bought all of our stuff. She was a good fan. She was a, she was an ideal fan. Mm-hmm. The Dork Forest has a bunch of ads. And with every ad that goes on the Dork Forest, I get a new how, weird thing. How rich are you now? No, there's very little money in it. Um, really? Yeah. I'm Is getting it worth it the time you have to do uh, I am still in a, it is fiddly as all fuck because they're mid-roll ads. So I have to find a place in the middle of the show to, to do it. I have to record it separately. Wow, how would somebody cut up this podcast tonight? Uh, uh, well, there's plenty of plenty of dead air. <laughs> All you got to do is look for a flat spot in the wave. And uh, so, <laughs> flat spot in the wave, you guys. <laughs> and so, but it it's, I got a free roller bag, carry-on yeah. roller bag, and it has a charger in it. Like a like an iPhone charger, but it's got a mini USB charger. Oh, that's cool. I got I got a Blue Aprony kind of company sent me a box of food that uh, uh, we made one, and it was Wait, easy. You're and doing the, other the one was ad fiddly. for the company, and you you didn't use the actual company name. You used their competitor's name to describe them. On this podcast, did they pay me to advertise their oh, bullshit on this man. club? They did not. You are hardcore. Well, this isn't a hobby. I don't know what you think is happening. <laughs> and uh, so I got a... Uh, but you know, people who listen to both the Dork Forest and the Jake and Laurie show know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, mm-hmm. good for them. Mm-hmm. I listen to neither. Exactly. <laughs> well, that was... I, yeah, I'm doing one tomorrow where the Dorkdom is their podcast. And I was like, no. how meta. And uh, I'm telling you, people are running out of stuff. (laughs) How can you run out of stuff? I mean, you're probably watching all the new television programs, right? No, I'm not. No? Mm -mm. Uh, My favorite tweet from last week was Jen Kirkman, who said, it's just easier to lie and tell them that I am watching it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing that. I'm watching uh, Silicon Valley, which I like, and Divorce, which I like against my will. Because I I find all of the characters unlikable, but I can't stop watching it. Is it a sitcom? Is it a it's a half hour comedy? Sarah Jessica Parker and um, the dude from he's he was the guy in uh, Sideways that it's not Paul Giamatti like the handsome guy Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thomas Thomas Hayden Hayden Church. Church. And they play a divorce couple, and they're both awful people (laughs) (laughs) like i can't see them with each other and it it, it, but but i for some reason i still like it i still like the show all right um uh molly uh mary Catherine gallagher molly what's her fucking last name molly from snl she did mary Catherine gallagher yes molly shannon why am I? Kyle's on fire, names? by the way. I know. Just, just peppering names, just coming from the side. Well played. I listened to another Oprah podcast. Amy Schumer was on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. I actually, I want to see her new movie, I Feel Pretty. Yeah. I heard, I heard good things about it. Quite yeah, honestly. yeah, yeah. At Comedy Brunch, people were talking about that it was oh, actually really, oh, that's really cool. good. It was so comics have seen it and said that they like it. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah. Um, and that that Amy was great, and Rory Scovel knocked it out of the park, and all these things. Oh, so. that's right. Are, did they kiss? I don't know. That's always weird. You for know you. that I don't like seeing comics <laughs> kiss. Comedians should never make out. No, that's why I have a hard time watching Crashing because Pete is just making out with female comic after was he just Jamie Lee. I was like, I can't watch you two. Stop it. I know both of you. I know both of you. Neither Get of away you from date. each other. <laughs> so, um, but Rory's a good actor. He's yeah. very very likable. Um, and she was on Oprah, and she was talking about there's like a different kind of approach to comedy. Like, she really likes being a role model and wants to be a role model. Oh, cool. And uh, I, I just don't approach it that way. Oh, I think that's been established. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, why? You're a role model against your will. And you're like, why are you following me around? Well, because you're neat. Nope. Nope. Take it on the arches. Get out. Take and, it on the arches. And uh, so, but I, yeah, I think she does. 
But what, the good thing is, is if you want to be a role model, you also have the obligation to live up to it. Yeah. And so, but she will disappoint. I mean, I don't know. People, I don't know how many people have said you're. You know, you seem so nice. Mm-hmm. You say, literally people like say to be a reverse role model where I'm way better than you think I am. <laughs> instead of being like a secret, yeah, being a disappointment because right. you can't help but disappoint people if you are you're, put up on a pedestal. Right when right. you're under the pedestal, people don't even know they're stepping on you. And you go, "Hey, excuse me," and they go, "Oh, I'm sorry. You're such a nice lady. You let me step on your back." <laughs> That's why I want to go out. That's how you want it to be. Um, yeah, I, I didn't necessarily uh, want to be. Yeah, I just I want. Oh, hmm. here's a comedy related topic. Yeah, I finally got to see my own two dope queens set. <laughs> <laughs> finally got Is to it see up it on HBO. No, um, what do you a, mean? Fr- a friend of mine. Well, no, it's it's out. The okay, sh- the show is out, and it's probably on demand. Yeah. The two dope queens. I'm on the third. They have four hours, right? Okay. And I'm on the third hour. Oh, cool. And so um, a friend of mine uh, has a DVR that he could burn to. So he just burnt me a DVD and uh, HBO I watched didn't it. give you a copy? No, I don't. I didn't. Mm. I didn't ask. I mean, they, they didn't withhold it from me. But um, hmm. yeah, nobody like I. it would be good. Like, I think that. My they don't, should they don't it. cut it up and uh, put it up online at all. I know, like, like that's my favorite thing about Team Coco. Oh my god, it's up! Bef- you're you while you're still on stage, <laughs> they're posting your set to the internet. Exactly, <laughs> and you're like, thank God, because uh, people need to see what kind of comedy I do. Yeah, and this you set know, is a perfect. Would be great. Ah, uh, well, can you grab it and put it up without HBO telling you to take it down? Uh, tried uh, with this DVD, and it turns out they, I and I bet you this is true. Is is in the feed in the yeah. digital is some code that you YouTube recognizes because they shut it down before it was fully uploaded. You know who doesn't seem to recognize that stuff? Mm. Vimeo. How about MySpace? Oh my god, that's where many of my videos are sitting on MySpace. Really? <laughs> yeah, because uh, all guess... you have to do is link to it. It doesn't yeah. matter where it is. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Note yeah, to I've, self. I've hit a few videos on Vimeo that um, I oh, that just work? don't want to go yeah. away. And and I don't want them to... I mean, I'm not going to do anything with it. And, and I yeah, actually Yeah, it only makes had people want to watch your show, your HBO show, or whatever show you have on if they see right. a clip from it. I right. don't know why they're and torturing I, I comics had it as like unlisted. that. I was just going to send it to my booking agent and uh. ask him to use it to try to get me work. Right. And because um, I have, I sent out a Veils. I sent out a Veils on a Monday. Dumbest day to send out a Veils. Hooray. Right. Gotta send them on a Sunday. Mm. Sunday's the day to send them, or a Wednesday. Okay. So if you send them on a it's Monday. It's like buying plane tickets. It's like buying plane tickets because they, if you send it on a Sunday, it gets to the top of the list of emails that came over the weekend yeah you send it on a wednesday they've tri- by wednesday they've triaged uh the previous weeks and the first two days what do you think if you if you look at a club and you see they only have male headliners for like two months do yeah. you think you have a better chance or a worse chance of getting a week there i actually think worse but so i don't look i don't yeah. look at their calendar because and i kept getting screenshots last week from different comics i know you're telling me that <laughs> it was annoying and uh of just clubs that just have like three months and it was three months of just just dudes you know and it's good and there were some men if, of color i mean there were there were a couple of black guys yeah if and you a couple have asian you have asian mexican female features and female mcs that's cool but that's those those are the supporting roles in the show and they've and, all, and they've been that way since 1990 yeah, and that's fine but um you need it to isn't. have some female headliners too yeah. at your shows yeah, you, I mean, you want to be, uh, the, the excuse is like, don't I book lots of women, but they're all MCs and features? Yeah. Then you've lost your mind. Yes. You're not thinking it through because it's, it's not. You got to have, you can't have everyone be a, a vice president. You got to have some CEOs. <laughs> right. You know, we're all just trying to, you, 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 people have mortgages, including women people. Right. I mean, it's not that they have a, no one has an obligation to us at all, but it just, your club can't just be white male headliners. It's just, right, the it's, audience it's going to kill. There. Yeah. It's going to kill your club eventually. Yeah. You know, those, the audience for that is dwindling, you know, yeah. of, of that exclusively or that thinking that that's the only kind of comedy you want to, you want to pay to see, you know, yeah. the new audience wants a lot of diversity of the lineup. Yeah. 
and you don't, your show will not suffer. You can find great comics of every flavor. Uh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and just, you know, all you have to do is think it through a little bit. Yeah. And watch some tapes. You know, it takes a while. It takes that's, some work. But isn't that why, the job of a that's booker? That's the job. Sadly, that is the job. <laughs> if you don't want to do that and you just want to book the same 30 guys you've been booking forever. Yes. That's that's irritating to me because I need to get some new work. Right. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my, I was psyched about my set on, on HBO. I usually can't. That's great. I can't watch. Did people... Did they you, cut did it really any, well. <laughs> how, how much did you do and how much did it? Uh, did they air? They aired it all. Oh, okay. They didn't cut it at all. I thought that they were good because I felt like I went a, like, a little bit over. Yeah. The way they booked this was outstanding. It's my yeah. favorite way that t- television shows have ever been booked, which is, yeah, just do uh, like 8 to 10. It was like a regular like club show. Wow. Just do 8 to 10 and uh, have a good time. That's great. Yeah. And, and they didn't vet every joke and all that stuff? They didn't even ask me what I was doing. That's so awesome. Yeah. They didn't ask me what jokes I was doing. And it is HBO. And it was Two Dope Queens. So Jessica and Phoebe are like, no, it's your 10 minutes. Do yeah, yeah, want. yeah. So I think I went over a little bit. So I, yeah. can't, I don't know how long the set was. But um, it was, uh, it ended up... I was listening to it going, oh, I got that joke right. I can't, <laughs> because some of that stuff are is part and parcel of all this political stuff that I'm nervous every time I tell it. Right. So I'm not telling it the same every single time. Right, right. Which is infuriating. Because who doesn't want to tell the joke the same way every time? I do. Yeah, I, you want to get it locked and loaded and move on to other jokes. Right. I you don't want to be going, right, oh, did I get that one right again? Did I, I hit the right beats. If, if, even if I just hit the same beats every time and there's a little word off, I know that you like to get, you like to nail it. Yeah. But if, if there's a word off, but I hit all the big beats and I do it every time I tell the joke, that's a win for me. And then I can move Of on. course. But I, I always, I feel like if you get the wording exact, then it's the laughs just that much better yeah. <laughs> once you figure out exactly the the rhythm of the it correct, you know yeah the correct rhythm and the so it was good i tweeted you know how i have i told you i had a transition list yeah trans- so i, saw I tweeted that. it today huge response it was uh a that hit. made me nervous i was like Gee, should i have not tweeted it but it, i don't think it's it's just like these are it's almost like uh um contractions basically you right. know it's just helpful and what it is is it's such a sane thing for you to have done because you're like you know how you're looking for a transition uh sentence here and there yeah here's 60 of them and i mean you know it's weird like i was because today was the day kanye was tweeting about trump and it was almost it was too much there was so much happening there i, I couldn't process so i i like i i don't use that list unless i'm really hurting or if i'm just overwhelmed okay. yeah so i'm like oh let me let me print that thing again so i just printed it and i just started reading the setup out loud with transition just various transitions to see where my brain would go if i <laughs> turn right. it back around do i loop around do i come up go down whatever and um and uh so it, it helped me write a couple jokes oh that's but, great but it wasn't like oh uh plug and play you know the sentence and transition mm-hmm. and it, it it doesn't work out that way in my head but it just tr- gets your brain to stop going on the same track all the time you know that's awesome um, and because each of those terms the, the those catch those phrases yeah they lead you in, some in a of different them go direction in the same, yeah some of them go in the same direction but on other ones go in totally different right. directions. and that, and the thing about about monologue like improv is always yes and right but monologue jokes can be no but no <laughs> right not really you, like you, you can sure? completely <laughs> negate the premise right the setup with the punchline if you want to yeah so it has if you you know but i think we get so so used to yes anding or just make or just sort of you know taking um a setup and then make blowing it up a little bit you know so and then he did something that's even crazier but maybe because trump is his initial things are so crazy you can't blow them up anymore right, it's They're, hard to escalate off of a uh, complete insanity yes yeah, yeah 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 so yeah there's you have to go in these uh different directions but anyway 
then I was worried, like, oh, should I have not tweeted that? I wasn't sure, you know, like I thought I thought it was incredibly supportive. It was, it was something a role model would do, is mm. what I thought. It was something that someone who really but wanted I, to I mean, give I'm back not, to the community. <laughs> and, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't write those all of them. Like no. this is just a con. And the thing is, the jokes are all. Where did out- you get them? Uh, You've just compiled them over yeah, the years? Yeah, as we write monologues, and I'll go, oh, that's a good transition that... You'll you know, add it to the list. Yeah, add it to my list. Sometimes I write Did them, you see sometimes. it, Kyle? Oh. You, you should take a look at it, because it's actually very helpful. But Jesse Pop, who was one of our writers, goes, you, you, you forgot my favorite, not to be outdone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how did I forget that one? That is such a great one. He is correct. It's always like it's always like an animal or a corporation. Like, yeah, they're they're really competitive. They don't want to be outdone. So then they do this crazy thing or somebody else. It's fun. But um but um but then I I, I didn't want to seem like I wrote it. Like so I, I tagged all the other monologue writers we've had on the our team mm-hmm. since we and, and okay. you know, I'm sure these go back to the Middle Ages, you know? It's not like <laughs> right. I invented it's... transitions or exactly. anyone did. <laughs> right. It's... You didn't invent contractions. Yeah, or jokes or anything. <laughs> right. right. Yes. Right. So um Did anyone give you any guff or were you just in your head? No, I was worried. And... I was like, yeah. does this seem like I'm I'm giving magic tricks away right or something you are not and but one of the colbert writers went oh my god and i was like is that good or bad right and then stephen colbert tweeted under her wow i was like what did i what do you mean what's wow mean yeah wait are you what are you like wow you just committed career suicide or, or i can't believe you use these or well, was I don't it? No, I mean, it, to me, it's not that big of a, like everyone, everybody use, uses. Yeah. Them. Everyone uses them. Maybe. And everyone doesn't have them written down. You know, I just, I, you are very thorough. Well, I also, when I first started, I was really inconsistent and I even now still have shitty weeks or shitty days or something, but wait, are you human? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but I was so inconsistent and I, and I would see somebody and I would, you know, we're all working off the same premises and I'd see these really good jokes written off of them. I'm like, why didn't I come up with that? And I would started to just try to, to analyze like what happened with that joke where, you know, where did this, per- how did this person go make this left turn when I made a kind of an obvious right turn and, you know, and the, whatever the transition is the yeah. thing that really makes a big difference, obviously. Yeah. But so then I just kept track of them just so I could help myself when mm-hmm. it's three in the afternoon and we still don't have, you know, um, a Ronnie Jackson joke that, um, our host likes and all we, we, we keep coming up with B jokes and right. we're looking at the same thing over and over again. How can you, uh, uh, after six hours of looking at the same premise again, are you, now you you're going to come up with an A joke at that yeah. point? Yeah. You got to change your perspective somehow. Right. So yeah. sometimes that helps me. That's all. Right. And I was going to tweet it a while ago and then I forgot about it. I hadn't, I hadn't used it in so long, but once I had it, had it there. Whenever I tweet anything that's, that's helpful. Anybody who doesn't, who doesn't just go, Oh, this was nice of you to do that. Because like I have a, um, a, a corporate and I, I mostly just email these, but it's like, Oh, I, Oh, I, I wrote a blog once about how to book a corporate. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was, and, and the corporate, my corporate contract is very simple. It's yeah. like, but it lists all the things that you need to put on a show. Because how many shows have you shown up? Oh at? my god! Right, You're and there's a... nowhere to park. They're, they oh, have a yeah. podium instead of a mic yes. stand. Right, right. They don't. They can't get you a bottle of water or a glass of water for some reason. <laughs> yes, you've been told to get there an hour so you can have dinner with them, and you're oh, like, I yeah. don't want to no, have. No, I don't want to eat with you. I don't want to watch you uh, eat. And I don't want. <laughs> and I don't want you to watch me eat. Quite frankly, it's a secret, watch shameful event. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, it's just a list of the things that I need when I show up, and so I put them in my contract. Yeah. And um, I get the check before I go on stage because uh, corporates, the HR lady is trashed by the end of the gig, and then she's like, "Oh, I left it at the office," and you're like, "Well, get someone to drive you there." Yeah, drunky Magoo, because uh, I'm gonna need my check. Yeah. So if I get it before, I'm still willing to do the meet and greet afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out with you, banana heads, for an hour, forty five minutes. Anyway, so uh, but I won't. But if I get the check before, it's it's my. You can cancel it if I'm horrible. But I always corporate no, always can't. worry. No, me. it's nobody always their fault it. if you're horrible at a corporate. Right. And nobody no. ever, nobody right. ever cancels it. Right. 
uh, but I need to know that I'm going to get paid. And I, and I never have that fear at a club. I yeah. never have that fear at a club. I, maybe I should, but I never, have never had that fear. But at a corporate, for some reason, I, I don't want there to be some net 60 pulled out of somebody's ear. A Give net the, 60? Like, like they're not going to pay me for 60 days. Or oh, something. oh, oh, I see. So if they pay me before I go on stage, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. Do you get paid before you go? I hardly ever do corporates. Yeah. I don't know why. I go. I do crowd work. I fucking make you, fun of those. You would be amazing. Those fucking male dominating presidents. <laughs> they love it. Their staff loves it. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably even write to it. Yes. I, I never Come do. Come on, to guys. Right. <laughs> Book Kill Martin for your corporate. <laughs> holiday season's coming up, you guys, in just what? six months. What holiday? Arbor Day? <laughs> Fourth of July. Who doesn't want who doesn't want Kill Martin at the picnic? No outdoor comedy. No outdoor comedy. Um unless we're not getting paid and it's in somebody's backyard in Los Angeles. That's right. <laughs> I desperately want to do I've done front yard comedy. I wanna do I wanna do your your backyard at, in, unpaid in Los Angeles. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. So where are we at? Oh my god, thank you. So god. good. I've been crawling through this one. <laughs> yeah. This one's hard. So Columbus <laughs> It doesn't mean you guys aren't loved. You're loved out there. <laughs> and uh, so do people got to come see you in L.A. this week? Is that what's where you're no. going to be? Yeah, sure. And then New I'll York. A, yeah, I'll be in L.A. I'll be in New York on Saturday night only. Mm-hmm. Then I'm coming back. I'm uh, Then I'm uh, in L.A. for oh, about two weeks. Me too. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to bang some out. Yeah. At some point, you and I are going to be gone for a couple weeks, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Are you going on vacation anywhere this summer? Yellowstone. Oh, neat. You guys yeah. going to drive? Uh, Andy's going to drive with his mom's. Uh, I'm going to fly like a person. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bought the ticket today. Oh, that's cool. Because I'm doing Cluster Fest in San Francisco. Yeah. And so I, they have to leave on the Saturday. Yeah. I um, am booked June 1, 2, 3. Even though all of my shows might be on the 1st. Yeah. It says I. It says I'm there June one two three. Okay. So uh, they're gonna leave on the second. So I'm gonna meet them in Yellowstone on the fifth. Fun. Uh huh. I'm, I'm pretty in Boston psyched. that weekend. Uh, oh really? And I'm gonna bring my kid to that gig. And we're gonna what are go you doing see some Boston things. Boston things. Yeah, we're gonna see some American history stuff. Well, you could follow a a a, a, a ticky tacky thing around Boston, and it'll be the Revolutionary Road or whatever. Yeah, I'll look, it's I'll got look a into name. it. It's I'm got sure a, it's got a name, a and it's name. not called the Revolutionary the Road. The tiki thing to the Revolutionary That's what we know road. is that it's a, it's a Maybe yellow I'll brick road. Maybe take you with me to Boston and teach you about American history. <laughs> well, when I was there for... They don't um, have the bell. <laughs> I, forget, I was in... Oh, yeah, that's Philly. That's yeah. Philly. That's right. I was there for a gig recently, and, and I just walked around Harvard. Yeah. And... Uh, Man, that was cool to just see. I want to bring my kid to to Harvard, show him a place they'll never go. (laughs) (laughs) The glass blowing, um, the the glass glass blowing blowing institute, the glass blowing um, museum. The it's a flower. It's a it's a flower. That's got to be like your fifth trip to Boston. That's not the first trip to Boston. The glass blowing museum of everything Boston has to offer. Don't don't get trapped at the Harvard Lampoon. That's what I have to say. (laughs) But Harvard's right next to MIT. That's pretty interesting. And then there's Tufts. There's so many colleges downtown. Boston University. Mm -hmm. All kinds of things. BC. Boston sure. College. I went to Old South, which is the um, the church that they all met in. You know when they were planning this shit. It was, oh, yeah. It's really it's just there. You yeah, know, in Boston, it's so cool. I kind of ran into it while I was walking around. I think was I in New? I forget where I was, but I ran over. I was in some East Coast city that has history, right? Yeah, and uh, and I'm walking by this park, and there's like a. Um, a grave and I look at it and I was like, that's Ben Franklin's grave. No. It was weird. Wow. Yeah. I don't know where you know that was. I said I had a gig on Monday. I didn't have a gig on Monday. You did not? No. Have you have you gone up at all this week? Yeah, last night. Okay, where'd you go up? Um that that restaurant in Simi Valley. Oh that's and right. And then I have two tomorrow night. But I just wanted to I missed my kid and I was gone so much I just wanted to hang out with him. Right. Right. We had good sets at the uh, at the live taping. What's happening to me? I'm turning weak. 
Yeah, you might as well just call it. What? What's happening? <laughs> no, you're good. You're gonna you're gonna oh. do seven shows in one night in New York. Yay! <laughs> that I sounds get to like be a, me again. You're, yeah, that is you. You'll like it. Uh, I don't want any part of it. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna get to Columbus. On my I'm own. gonna worry during every set if I'm gonna make the next set. <laughs> you can't. Re- your favorite you cannot part? relax. You cannot relax. You're like this has got to go on time. The MC's gone gone the, over uh, one minute. Hey I'm, motherfucker, get me Saturday, off right at eight fifteen. Saturday sets too, right? Saturday, yeah. Oh, it was all pay decent. They pay seventy five to eighty five. Yeah, I think depending. Yeah. On Although I'm doing a couple early shows that are fifty dollars shows. Right, we're talking. It's that, that that's a respectable amount of money. Yeah, it's good. Will be, that'll be good. It it pretty much offsets the plane fare. Yeah, like uh, because there's going to be cab fare, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be th- that thing where I could take uh, the train home, but the train is running an hour late, so it'll right. be like one in the morning, and I'll be like, oh fuck, and I'm going to take a lift, and that adds yep. thirty dollars. And Whitney Cummings was talking about how she has two hundred thousand uh, miles on JetBlue. <gasps> And I Holy thought of you shit. first. I thought of you first. She hasn't used it yet? Well, I have 200,000 miles on Delta. You haven't used them yet? Well, I couldn't use them to go to Asia because we were going to use them to go to Asia, oh. uh, Southeast Asia. And um, it's it's on Korean air, so Delta wouldn't let me use them for some reason. Does Whitney fly mint? <laughs> I bet she does. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I still can't Her get over that Her new stuff was good. The stuff that, she's working on night. was pretty, pretty funny Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Everybody had good sets that I saw. It was um, Carmen yeah, Morales had a great, stuff. great couple of chunks that were funny, mm-hmm. and uh, and Whitney's uh, Whitney's new stuff was great. Anyway, I think we're at an hour. Good night. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com. dot <laughs>